Hi everybody, welcome back to the Gate of Heaven video diary where we are continuing our journey through the Dawnbreakers to, to get to know the story behind Gate of Heaven, my new album, which is based on the words of the Bab, whose, whose life is being celebrated this year, uh, the 200th anniversary of his birth. And in the last video, we, we, had, uh, we had looked at this, this um, episode in, in the story when the Bab has come to Esfahan. But while he's in Esfahan, his fame is growing. The, the governor of Esfahan has, has become in, totally enamored with the Bab. But the, the religious leaders of Esfahan have become extremely fearful that the Bab is, is, is undermining their authority and that more and more people are becoming attracted to him, which they see as a threat to their positions of power. And so the, the clerics of Esfahan, in the last video, they had, they had gathered together uh, and they had drawn up a document accusing the Bab of heresy and issuing a decree for his execution. And the governor, Manu Cher Khan, on learning about this, decides that he wants to, to prevent this from happening and he hatches a plan to protect the Bab. What he does is he, he makes a public announcement to the city of Esfahan that he is sending the Bab away. He is sending the Bab to Tehran, to the capital, and the king will deal with him. And he arranges a very public departure of the Bab from Esfahan. He, he, he arranges for an army of 500 soldiers full of military pomp to publicly march out of Esfahan escorting the Bab outside of the city in the direction of Tehran. And so all the citizens of Esfahan, they watch with their own eyes the Bab leaving their city and, uh, you know, going off into the distance, escorted by this army. But Manucher Khan has given secret instructions to the general of this army. He's, he's, he's told him that after, say, tw about 20 miles, 100 of the soldiers will split off and come back to Esfahan. And then after another, say, 20 miles, another 100 soldiers will split off and come back, and so on and so forth. And when there are just 100 soldiers left, the instructions are that uh, every few miles, 20 soldiers will split off again and go to some other village, and 20 to another village, and 20 to another village. And this goes on for miles and miles and miles outside of, of Esfahan, and eventually this army of 500 has dwindled down to just 10 soldiers marching across the, the, the countryside of Iran with the Bab. And these 10 soldiers are the most, the, the most trusted 10 officers of Manucher Khan's army. And he has instructed these officers to now disguise the Bab and under the cover of night bring him back to Esfahan and deliver him into his own private, into, into the governor's own private residence. And so for the following several months, the Bab actually lives as a secret guest in the home of the governor of Esfahan. And the governor is, he's entirely devoted to the Bab. And Manucher Khan is, he's a very successful, wealthy, uh, highly influential politician. He's, he's very close with uh, the king of Iran, Mohammed Shah, and he wants to do everything that he can to not only to protect the Bab, but to actually ensure 
the success of his message and his religion. And he says to the Bab one night in the privacy of his home, the almighty giver has endowed me with great riches. I know not how best to use them. Now that I have, by the aid of God, been led to recognize this revelation, it is my ardent desire to consecrate all my possessions to the furtherance of its interests and the spread of its fame. It is my intention to proceed by your leave to Tehran and to do my best to win to this cause Muhammad Shah, whose confidence in me is firm and unshaken. I am certain that he will eagerly embrace it and will arise to promote it far and wide. Finally, I hope to be able to incline the hearts of the rulers and kings of the earth to this most wondrous cause. And the Bab listens very affectionately to Manu Khan's offer. But he says to him, May God requite you for your noble intentions. So lofty a purpose is to me even more precious than the act itself. Your days and mine are numbered, however. They are too short to enable me to witness and allow you to achieve the realization of your hopes. Not by the means which you fondly imagine will an almighty providence accomplish the triumph of his faith through the poor and lowly of this land, by the blood which these shall have shed in his path, will the omnipotent sovereign ensure the preservation and consolidate the foundation of his cause. And the Bab then gives to Manucher Khan a, a very uh, poignant prediction he says to him, of the span of your earthly life, there remain only three months and nine days, after which you shall, with faith and certitude, hasten to your eternal abode. But far from despairing at this prediction that the Bab has just given him, uh, the governor very calmly accepts his fate and he sets his affairs in order and he prepares uh, for the things he needs to do for the remainder, the, the brief remainder of his life. But the one thing that he's worried about is the fact that after he dies, he knows that his nephew, Gurgin Khan, is going to succeed him as the governor of Esfahan. And he knows that Gurgin Khan is going to be a brutal and rapacious ruler of the city and he's worried that uh, after his death Gurgin Khan is going to discover the Bab and mistreat him. He says to him, I am apprehensive for you. I tremble at the thought of being compelled to leave you to the mercy of so ruthless a successor as Gurgin Khan. He will no doubt discover your presence in this home and will, I fear, grievously ill-treat you. But the Bab says to him, Fear not. I have committed myself into the hands of God. My trust is in him. Such is the power which he has bestowed upon me, that if it be my wish, I can instill into the heart of the most wicked criminal the loftiest conceptions of uprightness and duty. 
And at this point in the conversation, the Bob makes what what is to me the, the most strange and mysterious statement, perhaps in all of the Dawnbreakers. He says to Manu Cher Khan, of my own will, have I chosen to be afflicted by my enemies, that God might accomplish the thing destined to be done. And to me, this is just the most revolutionary statement in the Dawnbreakers, because the sentiment expressed in this little sentence of my own will, I have chosen to be afflicted by my enemies, it almost seems the opposite. Uh, to to um, you know how we often face our our problems in life, our difficulties that that you know no matter who we are, we all struggle with difficulties and problems and and uh, you know uh, if there's if there's one thing that that we all have in common, it's that just being a human being entails having problems in life and and ha you know learning how to face those difficulties and often I am um, you know I think we we often try as hard as we can to escape from, from the inevitable difficulties of life. But perhaps perhaps the the most perhaps the most the most fundamental question of of how to be a human being might be might be the, the, the question, well, how do I approach the inevitable difficulties that I'm going to experience in my life, in my family's life, in the lives of my friends? How do I approach these difficulties? And, and, and here, the Bab is, he's indicating that he is wholeheartedly embracing the difficulties that he knows are going to visit him. But the crucial thing here is that he's attaching to them a higher purpose. And I think this is just an extraordinary, uh, liberating perspective on the, the issue of the difficulties of life. I'll read this one more time. He says, Of my own will have I chosen to be afflicted by my enemies, that God might accomplish the thing destined to be done. So three months and nine days after this conversation, Manu Cher Khan contracts a slight fever, which lasts only one night, and very quickly brings his life to an end. And his nephew, Gurgin Khan, immediately takes the seat of the governorship of Esfahan, and he not only finds the Bab living secretly in the home of his uncle, but he, in the in the, the home of, of, of Manu Cher Khan, he, he also finds that Manu Cher Khan, in spite of the Bab's decline of his offer, has in fact written a will in which he has bequeathed all his wealth and all his possessions to the Bab. Well, Gurgin Khan destroys this will, takes all of Manu Cher Khan's possessions and wealth for himself, and reports the Bab to the king of Iran. And he, he writes to the king saying that he has found the Bab uh, in, in the home of his predecessor uh, in secret. He says to the king, what am I to do? And the king writes back to him and he says, send him to me. So in the next video, we will see what happens as the Bab is summoned to the royal court of Muhammad Shah, the king of Iran. So 
Thanks again for watching the videos. I hope I really hope you're enjoying them. Uh, as usual, it would be so great if you would give this video a like or a love, uh, share it with your networks and subscribe to my YouTube channel. And uh, if you feel like you would like to support my work, you can become a patron at patreon.com slash lukeslot. Uh, don't forget there's going to be a new song released uh, this Saturday, April 6th. It's called Forgiveness and uh, I hope you enjoy it. Uh, in the meantime, I hope you, you continue to enjoy the songs that are already released. Remover of Difficulties is, in the, in, is below this video. Thanks very much. Bye.